0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Legendary Chiropractor Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Brent Junogan. This is Season 17, Episode 12. This is the season finale for this season, folks. Thank you for tuning in if you made it this far. uh, Truly, it's been such a journey. The season's been amazing. We've had some absolutely phenomenal guests on this season. And we're going to do a little bit of a wrap-up. We're going to finish with a couple of topics that I felt was... um, touched on throughout the season, but we're going to touch on those briefly and then finish this season off strong. And we will be kicking off next season, uh, season 18, next week of April. So stick around. And before we hop in this amazing conversation, though, let's hear from our great sponsors that allow this podcast to happen.
1: Jane is an all-in-one practice management software with helpful tools like online booking, admin scheduling, integrated payment processing, and charting. But there's more to Jane than you might think. The team at Jane cares a lot about the problems you face as a practitioner. One of those problems is the prevalence of no-shows and late cancellations in practices. So they've made it easy for you with a few simple tools built right into Jane. That includes the ability to implement an online booking payment policy, send out unlimited text and email reminders, and enabling waitlist management features to fill those last-minute gaps that weren't preventable. Come see Jane in action at jane.app and use our code, LEGENDARY, to receive an entire month of offset billing. That's jane.app and promo code LEGENDARY at checkout. Total Clinic Solutions is your go-to source for purchasing both brand new and refurbished chiropractic equipment, as well as phone support for repairs and maintenance. Allow them to combine your wishes and their 23 years of chiropractic equipment expertise to find what's best for you and your patients by heading to TotalClinicSolutions.com and use promo code LEGENDARY for $100 off on qualifying table purchases that's totalclinicsolutions.com promo code
0: legendary for $100 off. And welcome back. This is season 17, episode 12, big season finale. So, we're going to dive into a couple of topics today. And I want to give you a little perspective on what that's going to look like. We're going to start talking about uh, some time management, we're talking about anxiety, we're going to talk about Uh, mindset towards productivity and then stepping outside of your comfort zone and what that looks like, what it takes, the mindset that it takes and how uh, there's a couple of things we can do that is ultimately going to fill our our cup, you know, our, our cup of passion, our passion cup that allows us to move forward every single day with that invigorated spirit full of light and love and just really like wants us, it makes us want to show up. For our patients, because we get up out of bed because we're passionate about what we're doing and why we're doing it, and that's going to be a part of this conversation today. So, let's dive into it. And we're going to start talking about timeline thinking. Uh, this could be a new concept topic that we're talking about, but thinking about life on a timeline how are we thinking about things? Are we showing up to be present in the moment, or are we focused on things that were in the past that we're bringing to the present that are old narratives, old beliefs, and maybe not even ours. It could be something that we've acquired from someone else. It's something that uh, we've picked up from our family members whenever we were kids. And it's just, it's in our nervous system and we don't know it's there until it shows it's, its you know, sometimes ugly face. So we're going to talk about that and how it shows up is typically anxiety, low vibration emotions, anxiety, guilt, shame, rejection, um, humility, Humility is the opposite of pride. So it's going to allow your, your ego to take a hit and allow you to step back and look at things a little differently, have a different perspective. It's always great to humble yourself or, or feel yourself full of humility when you're looking at something objectively so you can have more logic than emotion. So anxiety, what is that? How does it show up in our life? Uh, a lot of times it's something that's felt. A lot of people feel anxiety. It's, it's this, this overbearing pressure that's just crushing you and it's, it's pushing down on your life and you feel like you can't move and you know it can become so debilitating that you don't want to get out of bed and you don't want to go to, to work. You don't want to take care of your kids. You don't want to do the, the things you know that you need to that are going to allow you to be able to achieve the goals that you've set for yourself. Well, that anxiety comes from a, a few different things, but one of the things I want to talk about is the unfamiliarity of a situation stepping into a new business adventure could be terrifying and stepping out of school, becoming a doctor, not knowing exactly where you're going to go, how you want to practice, what you want to do. You may not have the skills with your hands to be able to adjust someone, you know, with confidence every single time. And that could create anxiety. And sometimes that anxiety can completely pull us away from our passion, which could be chiropractic. Hopefully it's chiropractic being a chiropractic podcast, but that that anxiety is something that's a narrative that we internalize and we tell ourselves and we let those stories overtake our consciousness and it, it overtakes our logic. And then we're filled with these these emotions that create chemical change and lead us to believe certain beliefs. And, and ultimately, it's going to cause us to not be able to show up. It's going to create extra stress in the nervous system. You need to get adjusted. You're subluxated above the ox So as uh, one of the professors in school used to always say, and it's just you have to get out of your own way that is that's the truth of the matter you are i love i love the uh the quote everything is falling together not falling apart it's never falling apart it's always falling together it's always falling for you into place and that could be hard to believe sometimes until we look back introspectively or retrospectively and we're able to identify the lesson that we learned going through that specific struggle or hard time or situation that created the anxiety leading up to it. And it really is uh memory and inspiration. You know, your past is your memory and what we bring in our memory can create anxiety. But then if we look too far in the future and the things we don't have, the things we don't know, then you get anxious about moving into a situation about things you don't necessarily know everything about. And that could be very, um, stressful for some people and create anxiety. You know, looking at the nervous system, getting adjusted, the nerves that go down to the heart, they're in the CT junction, the lower cervicals, uh, forward head posture can create anxiety because of the, the pressure on the nerves going to the heart, makes the heart work harder, creates more stress in the system. is like, hey, I need, to, I need to do these things, but I, I now have to work harder. So the factory has to do more work, which creates more stress and anxiety in the system. And then that's how we experience that. Um, there's, a, there's psychosomatic effects, there's chemical effects, there's physiological effects, of, uh, anxiety, different things show up different ways for different people. So taking in these lessons, how does it show up for you? And how can you show up for yourself to remove it and move forward without these stressors or anxiety indicators in your life? And one of that ways, uh, I learned this whenever I was a student, I went to a Suki Mukher uh, seminar in Nashville, I believe it was, I think I was a, a young, young quarter student, probably second, third quarter, uh, 14 quarters of chiropractic school at Life University in the quarter system. And so I was baby Cairo, And uh, I just remember one of the largest takeaways that I took away from his seminar was if you truly want to experience growth, step 10% outside of your comfort zone every single day. And David Goggins incorporates some of that same mentality, but he talks about challenging yourself in multiple ways. That's physical, mental, emotional, psychological. And the belief there is if you do not pressure yourself that way daily, then life will give you the pressure for you and, and you will have to adapt versus forcing yourself to prepare and adapt and then be ready for it and move into it with confidence versus the anxiety. So there's, there's that story as it comes back how do we show up for ourselves are we challenging ourselves if you are not getting daily exercise then you might be storing a lot of excess stress in the body which creates anxiety and then you you have more anxiety about not going to the gym and then you pressure yourself and you beat yourself up which are all narratives that we tell ourselves that aren't serving you it's not filling your cup how are you filling your cup how are you showing up for yourself Are you stepping 10% outside of that comfort zone? And how are you doing that for yourself? You don't have to jump 10, 20, 30, 40, 50% out of that zone. Some people do. I'm one of those people. I I typically jump both feet into something without looking and seeing what's below me. I just trust. And I pay the consequences of that at times. So lessons learned. How do you show up and how do you move forward? Push yourself outside of that comfort zone. Every single day. Great time management. It is crucial to have exceptional time management. If you do not schedule your life, life will schedule itself for you. That is very true. Um, stepping Stepping out of school, you have everything well structured for you. You have a curriculum to follow. You need to show up for your classes and show up for your labs and do the things that you need to in business and practice. You have patients that show up, you have specific tasks and different events and different meetings you need to go to that those are gonna require you to understand how much time you need to say, leave one place to get to another, show up on time. How long is that meeting gonna go? Do you give yourself a little bit of extra room or do you need to cut it off briefly? So it's time management. You gotta you got figure out where is your time going and are you using it as best as you possibly can? If you're not, it is a process. Give yourself grace. You do not have to be perfect. As an Enneagram type one, I'm a perfectionist. I am always choosing perfection. And then I re-narrate that. I reframe that conversation into excellence. I'm not looking for perfection. I'm looking for excellence. Because excellence takes time and repetition. So that's a great little uh, workaround if you're struggling with perfectionism or uh, just not getting things done because you don't feel like you can do it right. Um, going to the gym, I see people all the time, that they'll come in, they'll get on the cardio equipment and they'll leave. And I just assume those people more than likely don't understand how to use the free weights or the kettlebells or the dumbbells or, or any of the machines. And those are great clients that you can then you know, take in and show them how to move their body efficiently and more effectively. And it's, it's just part of that process. It's like, how do you want to show up for yourself and for other people? So as a practitioner, I challenge you, get out there, expose yourself, get uncomfortable and fill that cup full of passion. Next, the mindset around productivity. So there are a lot of people that will run themselves into the ground, burnout, right? We've uh, Dr. Jamal Fruster talked about this if you are constantly throwing yourself into the forge and you are not giving yourself the opportunity to, you know, get hammered out, get dunked into the oil of the water and then put back into the flame. You're not giving yourself that processing time. You're not giving yourself the opportunity to get out, to get shaped and then to harden and then go back into the, into the forge and back into the flame. Uh, if you understand that analogy, it, it's so crucial. To give yourself the opportunity to have self-care. Do the things that fill your cup. Meditate, journal, breath work, get outside for at least 15 minutes every day, uh, hopefully in the early in the morning so you can get those good rays before 9, 10 a.m. And uh, not so much you know, the midday ones, because those are the ones that are going to burn your skin and not, and not give you what you want. You want the good early rays in the morning for 10 to 15 minutes. And you want to get on your skin uh, again, much as much skin exposure as you possibly can. And that will allow you to get that vitamin D exposure, which is going to be a great processing unit in your body to be able to chemically start getting the functions that need to get done done because now you have that good vitamin D in there. So that all leads to stress management, right? It's all, all different ways we can mitigate and manage our stress. How are we showing up for ourselves? How are we showing up for our patients? How are we showing up for our, our professors, our loved ones, our family, our partners, our dogs and animals, you know, don't forget pets because, uh, having a dog, I can tell you that a lot of my life, I make sure that he has a great life too. And I hope that all animal owners do that because, it's a living creature, and it has a need, it has a series of needs, and it has a life, and you need to provide those things so it can have that abundance and that joy in life as it's meant to. Then, let's talk about stress, that stress management. As we move from that, you're going to be going through a a mindset, right? That mindset of, around productivity building your time management, building your understanding of what you need for your your loved ones and your lifestyle. But are you filling your cup? And I love this terminology because if you're not filling your cup, then you're pouring it out into other people. If the cup does not run over, then it is in lack. You have to fill your cup so much that you're abundant, you're overflowing, and that will pour into other people and fill their cups whenever they're in need and hoping that you have a positive support network around you. They're able to pour into you whenever you're in need as well. So before we hop into the next piece of the conversation, let's hear from our amazing sponsors that allow this podcast to be available to you.
1: HealthPair is the number one choice for owner-operated practitioners like you to source, screen, and place candidates for your office. Let our world-class team assist you along your hiring journey. Book an intro call with us so we can learn more about your recruiting needs, how and if we can assist you, and give you the best next steps to take in order to fill your positions as soon as possible. We place all positions, from doctors to office managers to techs, assistants Everyone in between healthcare has you covered. Head to healthpair.io to book your intro call with us and mention this podcast ad to receive an additional 10% off your first month.
0: That's healthpair.io and welcome back, season 17, episode 12, season finale. So we've been covering a lot of topics. Uh, anxiety, getting out of your comfort zone, time management, mindset around productivity, stress mitigation, uh, filling that cup full of the things that, that create the passion inside of us and allow us to overflow abundantly and fill the cups of others. Because that is that is the, the point of service, right? It's to serve other people. It's not to serve yourself. You serve yourself so you can serve other people. So let's talk about presence. This is something that I recognize in myself and a lot of people, I, I just notice in today's world, you go out and you sit down for dinner somewhere, or you sit down and just kind of like, I mean, go to the park and sit down. How many people are on their phones? How many people are on their iPads? How many people are lost in technology? They're oblivious to the world around them. Um, you know, in the military, the Marines, we had a, a saying, keep your head on a swivel. That means I need you to be aware. And I need you to have an understanding of your environment. So it's just understanding what's in your environment. And is it a hostile threat? Well, we don't have a lot of hostility or hostile threats here. And that allows us to become complacent. And we get stuck and we get lost in our technology. And it traps us our attention spans are rapidly decreasing. I believe at the current moment in time, uh, the attention span of a normal human being in America is around five seconds. Whenever I started school seven years ago, that was around 30 seconds. And it decreased to 15, then 11, then seven, then three, I believe is is what it is now. Five Five to three or three to five or we'll just call it five. But either way, that's not a lot of time. If you look at if you look at uh, TikTok and different types of social media platforms, they are changing the 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 pattern on you every three to five seconds. So every three to five seconds, there's something on the screen that flips, or clicks, or moves, or a caption changes, or something edits in and it changes the entire screen. That's on purpose because people's attention spans are decreasing rapidly, and you have to be able to unfortunately market to that because that's what, I mean, it's just the truth of the world that we live in. As much as we want to change that, that takes very diligent work and effort on individuals' parts to increase that attention span. But uh, I digress. Let's get back to being present. In that presence, what does that mean? What does it mean to be present? What does it truly mean to be present? How present are you? And if that's not a terminology word that you're familiar with, Presence is more so of just being available here now. You're not in your thoughts. You're not worried about the past. You're not worried about the future. You're not worried about who's texting you back. You're not worried about what notifications on your phone. None of that. You're able to actually sit and be present with either yourself, an individual, like maybe a book, book's a great place to find presence because it dials you in and it gets you real into it. So what is, what is that conversation, what, is, what does that even mean? Like, you know, being present with someone. Well, it's not allowing the past in your memory to trap you in that thought pattern of constantly putting images and, and ideas and words and thoughts and stories into your head. And I'm not talking about just not having that happen because, it's, you know, with dedicated meditation, you can work on creating clarity in your mind amidst like journaling and breath work and a couple of other things incorporated on top of it. You, you can create a catalytic effect and, and kind of maximize that timeline. But the idea is to get away from everything. Uh, I call it reducing the noise. If you've ever dialed into an old school radio, you had to find the channel. And as you found the channel, there was a lot of static. That static is the noise. It's all the external crap. Then as we're able to dial into our own channel, our own frequency, we're able to recognize what's inside of that. And sometimes that's sitting with it and and listening to the past. And then you're like, well, this this doesn't really apply to today. You know, this was something from 10 years ago when I was a different person and I was in a different situation and I have so much more experience now. And that requires a little awareness and presence of where you are, who you are and how you're showing up. That time management comes back, right? Now, what would happen if we got stuck in the future? Well, that's where imagination lies. So we're constantly looking at our imagination. We're like, I'm a dreamer. I'm, a, I'm definitely one of those people that afford thinking. I like to be innovative. I like to be in the future. And I like to think about new things and new ways to do things. The problem with that is that you get trapped in your imagination and you forget to be present. So a little hack that I've done, I took my past and I moved it on the timeline to be in front of the future. So I sit in the present, so I stay focused on being present, being here now, and then I look through the lens of the future to see and imagine what's in front of me and what's capable, but I put the past in front of the future. So I've changed my timeline a bit to where I don't allow my memories to pull me back and hold me back anymore. So I don't believe that the limiting beliefs of the old version of myself are relevant today. I took those and I put those in front of the future and I allow those to be the lessons that I've learned to move through and peek through that lens of the future where I'm looking forward through and I allow the lessons of my past to be a bit of a filter for my future and the imagination, the things that I'm creating and manifesting. And I focus on being really present. So it changes the timeline. I'm not being pulled both directions. I have everything in front of me and I'm moving forward because my focus is to be here now. And a big part of that presence is filling myself and filling my cup up, making sure that I'm taken care of, making sure that my time management's on point, making sure I'm getting outside of my comfort zones, making sure I have a positive mindset. You know, I'm not allowing myself to believe things that aren't true or or potentially um, require effort. If if things require effort, then they're going to require effort, period. And you still got to do the work. You still got to learn the lessons. You can't skip grades. So this is just a a hack that I've implored. It's really been exciting. To allow myself to let go of the past, not allow it to pull me back, because that's it's limiting for me. It's that's, that's a very limiting belief where I'm I'm like I'm no longer the person that I used to be. I'm, I'm the person I am now, and I'm looking at who I want to become, looking at who I want to be. So I focus on being a great person now, and then an even better person tomorrow. And 1% better every day allows me to achieve that as long as I I have good time management, I have positive mindset, I fill my cup, and I do the things that are are important. They really are. It's urgency and importance. And sometimes things can be a little more urgent than they can important. And if they are, so be it. You lean into it. (sighs) I digress. So I hope that this has been beneficial. I hope that uh, this connects with you. I hope that you can use some of the, the tools that we talked about today, some of the tactics that we, we talked about, and just start today. That's all you have to do. The anxiety that you feel, the, the guilt, the shame, the, the rejection, the embarrassment, like all, all, those, all those things, move past that. Focus on today. Do not allow yourself to get caught up in the yesterday. And, don't get caught staying in the future. Don't be looking at the tomorrow and keep dreaming about it and do nothing today. Focus on the today. Get really present. Get really, really good at being in the today and plan for the tomorrow. And allow the yesterday to be the lessons that guide tomorrow so you don't make the same mistakes. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. For this amazing season. Thank you for all of the wonderful uh hosts or excuse me, the guests that we've had on the show this season. Next season kicks off season 18. We are super stoked to have this next season. It's gonna be an absolute banger. So if you haven't already, like, comment, share, share this with your friends, share this with your family, throw it up on your TV, watch it, watch it at a group party. I don't care. Let this big bobbling head tell you how to be a greater version of yourself so that you can show up better for other people. I love you. I appreciate you. We will see you next season. Adios, and until next time, light and love, folks.